0: V'eschanon Shishi that's chapter 6 verse 4 Perik Vov Pasuk Dalet here we're going to be studying the Shema Yisrael that we say twice every day at least twice a day and um, Pasuk begins Shema Yisrael listen Israel Hashem Elikeinu Hashem Echad Hashem, our God, is one God. What does this exactly mean? Rashi explains. So of course, this posik has a tremendous amount of meaning and a tremendous amount of insight from the Hasidic interpretation, from the Rambam, from Halacha. But here we'll learn the simple meaning of what Rashi says. What does it mean, Hashem Hashem al So, Rashi, Hashem ato, Hashem, who is now. Our God. But Veloyeleke And He's not the God of the nations. So at this point, Hashem is not the God of the nations. Who osid Hashem Echod? He is in the destinies going to be one God, which means He's going to be the God of all peoples. So Hashem Elike Hashem is God now, is Hashem is to be the one God over all nations. Shenemar, this is supported by the verse in Sufan Ye Posikdas. So for that time. That means in the future, Hashem will turn. All nations will have a clear language, Kulam, Hashem. They will all call in the name of God. Vinama, there's another further pasik that refers to this in Zachariya Pedigudala Pasik says, at that day, Hashem Echod, His name, God will be one, His name will be one, which means that everybody will be calling God by His name. you shall love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your monetary possessions. And we'll see in Rashi Do Hashem's words out of love. Rashi says It's not dissimilar, it's not the same one who does it out of love or one who does it out of fear One who does it by his master out of fear When he troubles upon him, when he's Burdens becomes burdensome. He leaves him and he goes. It's not the same when you do it out of love. We've learned already about the differences of serving love and of fear in the Pasik uh, just before. Hashem said in the previous parsha that they should do out of fear. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I see that you're not doing it out of love. And we learned the chilik between a thousand generations and two thousand generations, depending, you do it out of love, you do it out of fear. But over here, Rashi brings out another aspect of it, that love is consistent even if it becomes burdensome and troublesome, whereas if you do it just because of fear, uh, you leave him and you go. Apparently the fear is not so strong, but uh, it's uh, enough to keep you, when it's not troublesome, but maybe when it becomes matriach love, that becomes differently. Then it says here, So it says with two vezin, uh, it's just seemingly said "b'chol libecha." So "levavcha" means "b'shne Yitzerecho with your both inclinations, so that both parts of your heart—the uh, yitzhar toiv and the yitzhar hara—davar achar. Another meaning is "b'chol levavcha" with all your heart, uh, all your heart, which means "shelo yiliba cholak You shouldn't be split. Your heart should not be uh, split over Hashem. So the Pasuk is trying to say here is that all of your heart totally should be and not being separated or split from from Hashem. And this would just mean also that it shouldn't even your heart, even if you do uh, what Hashem says, but maybe in your heart you don't feel uh, you're questioning. Create that your heart should go along with with what you do, so that you should also love Hashem with your heart, not just do. B'chol nafshecha means all your uh, soul, meaning afilu noit las That it should be, even if God takes your soul, that's the extent of your love of Hashem. Even if you got to give up your life. And then the pasuk says, b'chol moidecha, which means b'chol with all your money. Sounds strange, if a person is already told that you should, Love God to the extent that even if it takes your life. Why does the verse have to say also Also, with all your possessions, with your monetary, with your money? Of course, it would seem. There is a person whose money is more dear to him than his own body. That's why it says even if we said your body, but it's necessary for that person who loves his money more than his body, you have to say, still, even though you love Hashem already, we know with you all your soul, you still We have to make sure that you love Him even if it costs you all your money. achar that's one interpretation. B'chol meidecha doesn't mean money, but b'chol meidecha means b'chol mido, mido, loch. You should love God with every measure and measure that He measures you. Whatever Hashem brings to you, you should still love Him. Whether it's a good measure or it's a measure of punishment. Likewise we find David saying in Tehillim He says I will raise a cup of salvation. So that Cup that he's talking is talking about a cup of salvation, and the verse continues it that he calls out in the name of Hashem. But in the further it says even if he is troubled by uh, the, uh, by troubles and things that are find him are problematic or distressing, still it says that's in the Posse Gimel over there in Pasek Gimel. And uh, so this tells us that in either way you have to uh, be with Hashem with every measure. He loves still Hashem. Rashi in Parsha's Ekev in Voim points out that this Parsha is written in a singular Lushan, Um and it says. <laughs> And the other parasha we'll be talking about, it talks about in the plural, even though some of these psukim here are repeated over there. So, Rashi, the words, the Pesuk said that these words that I command you today, they should be upon your heart. So that this is an interpretation of the previous pasuk. The Pasik says that you shall love God your God. So the Pasik says, what is the love? How does the love expressed? These words that I command you, if they're on your heart, because because of this, from this, You will recognize Hashem and you will cleave and connect to His ways. So the Pesach says these words that I command you it says So even though they are commanded not today they were commanded only 40 years already. Do not be, the Torah should not be this instruction, should not be like an old letter that a person does not hide it to put it away but that's a like a new we'll touch it a minute to you talk about what it means everybody's running towards it, they want to hear what's the new, so the Torah is saying should be like today, something new she says is, that's the instruction a command of the king that comes in a letter that's a letter of the king so that's a, it shouldn't be like a but something which is something new that everybody runs to hear it. you should teach them these mitzvahs to your children and uh, the words should not, they should be sharply uh, understood As was in Rashi, you shall speak in them while you're sitting at home and while you're going on your route, on the way, on the road and when you lie down and when you get up so Zaktrashi, what is Vishinantom Loshun Khidudu? That's a language of sharpening. They should be sharpened in your mouth. Like something which is sharply clear. What does it mean that? So if a person asks you something, so you will not be necessary for you to to mumble, uh, to um, but uh, to 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 uh, Hesitate. But you can tell him right away, be sharp. And talmidim. This is not talking just physically to your sons, but it's talking about the students. Bonim. Because we find elsewhere in all places that students are called sons. Shinamar. The Pasuk says in Dvarim Yudal Bonim Atem. You are sons to God, your God. So with their, uh, referencing the Jewish people, calls them sons. the sons of the Navim. They were their students, they weren't their sons. They were their sons. them sons. As it says, B'ni, Ato, Al, Tishlech. Ukshem shatamidim kriim bonim. Rashi continues, just like students are referred to as sons. Shenemer, as we said, bonim matas shemel keichem. Kacharav Also, the teacher, likewise, is called the father. Shenemer, as we see malochim base in Perikhov. It says, avi avi rechav Yisroel veGoyimir. This is the way he Elisha was referring to Eliyahu when he went up to the Shemayim. Uh, he said, avi avi. So we see that you call him the father. Your main speech should be only in the words of Torah. Your means speaking Bam. Bam means speaking them. That's the main. Your main speech. Make them a main part. Don't make him secondary. when you go to lie down. Maybe if it goes to lay down in middle day, whenever you go to sleep, that's when you read the Shema. That's when you say these words. Talmud Laimer the Pasik says of Kumecho, and when you get up. Uh, so when you get up, so maybe So maybe if you get up in the middle of the night. So you don't have to read it when you're literally get when you're getting up in the morning or when you go to sleep, but it's the hinges when you get up. Talmud Torah says when you sit at home and you go on the road. Uh Dibra The Torah was actually talking about the nature of the world. Zman Zman Kima. We're talking about the time that you lay down and the time that you get up. The way some Farshim explained this, that um, just like when we Say b'shif'tchov, b'v'esachov, b'lechtchov aderek. I mean, the Torah could have just said b'shif'tchov, b'lechtchov. Why do you have to say b'v'esachov, b'lechtchov aderek? What happens if he's b'shif'tchov aderek, or he's b'lechtchov in b'v'esachov? But the Torah is talking the usual way, so that means when you sit, you're usually at home. When you're walking, you're on the road. So the similar we say that when it says b'shov b'chov kumecha, we're not talking about the actual act but rather we're talking about going that uh, you shall tie them as a sign upon your hand and they should be for teytofeis between your eyes we'll see in Rashi this is the tefillin that is on the hand The Rashi calls it tefillin even though we're talking about a tefillin seemingly, but it's made up from the several parshas. maybe that's why I just got to look at why it's called tefillin uh, even though we're talking just about the hand itself um, those are the tefillin which are Rashi says, in the head knowing the um, Story that the tefillin is not only to be on the head, but it actually has to penetrate. Be barash. It doesn't say tefillin shalharosh. Known the rebbe's request that, especially at the time when there was the uh, wars and uh, throughout, uh, to encourage people to put on tefillin kolame uh, the and uh, that that has a special uh, segula to bring fear in the nations. This is the ois. This is the tefillin, uh, also on the roish, the tefillin. Uh, actually, the fact that the rosh is more visible—that's the main ois. Even though the posk says k'shartam ois al yodecha. And the story with the Altarebbe that when he was wearing the tefillin, a great fear fell upon the uh, uh, people that were arrested arrested him, and they were coming into his cell. Um, so Rashi says now, because the number of the portions that are in the tefillin they're called teitufis. What's teitufis? Teitufis means four, basically tat in Katfi, in the place called Katfi, the word Tat means two Pass in Afriki in Afriki, Pas is also shtayim. two and two is four, seems like a very strange and a very uh, distant way of saying four we're using various different languages and various different ways and um to look into and see in the Mepharshim why the Torah and the meaning behind it in saying it in this way um, you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates it's mezuzas kisiv it says mezuzas visecha the thing is in our Chumash um, it says mezuzois Um, I believe in the Torah I have to look in the mezuzis actually it says with a vav actually in the mezuzis it's written with a vav, mezuzois and simply the the reading is mezuzois because on all doors but from the fact Rashi brings down Rashi's tradition Mezuzis was written, looks like without of. of. That's why it says Mezuzas kisiv. The written is Mezuzas, although we read mezuzois So, Shein Tzorech al that you only need on one post. You're not supposed to put mezuzas on both sides. Uvisharecha, and then your gates. So, Trashi rabbis this is coming to include Sharei Hatzedesh, Visharei Medinesh, Visharei Ayoresh. The gates for courtyards, the gates for Country and the gate of cities. Order is a little bit. A uh, chotzer would be either chotzer ayores midinais or the other way would be Medinas ayores chotzeris. Seems a little bit in the order of the larger to smaller uh, areas. Prosecute. Um, when God your God will bring you to the land that he has sworn to your father. To Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov lost his loch to give to you. Large and good cities that you had not built. And houses that will be filled with all goods. You did not fill them. And pits that have been that have dug. You did not dig them. Kadamim vezeisim, I should nototo, orchards and uh olive trees that you had not, and olives that you have not planted. Vachalta v'savoto, and you'll eat and you'll be satisfied. Chatsuvim, they carved out zuktrashe lifishoyim mokem tarshim v'sloim because they wore shohayim Mokim tarshim v'sloim. They're a place of hard and and, and rocks. Neiful b'loshah chatsiva. That's why the language is not to. Dig, but rather also to carve out to chaytzev it in a, uh, a, a more diff- harder area. Pasiyut <speaking> base, Yisamar lechop and tishkachas Hashem. <Hebrew> Be careful to you, lest you forget God that should tzeiachom and it's mitzvaim base avodim that has taken you out from the land of Egypt from the house of slavery. Pasiyut <speaking> base in base <Hebrew> avodim, as the targum says mi base avduso. So base avduso means from a house that you worked in memokem shi yisum shem avodim. That is a place that you were a sl- a slaves there. That means that you worked, you slaved away from a from a house where you're slaved as opposed to a slave house. I guess Rashi already said before uh, that he took them out, not from uh, that they were, it brings from the Passover, from Pari, that they weren't slaves to slaves, they were just slaves of so, mi beis av would means from, uh, not a slave house, uh, any slave, but from the working, because they were servants of, of power. But it's still not so clear what Rashi is saying over here. And also, why is Rashi just saying it over here? It said before in the at Debris, in other places, it says, mi beis and Rashi doesn't uh, translate it over there, like Arguma in this case, like he does it over here. Even though Rashi over there also does say this idea of not from Avodim to we oh, need to look at this into this further. Posyut uh, You shall fear God, your God. And Him you shall worship. Tishaveya, and then, and in His name you shall swear. So what does it mean, the pasach over here, you should swear? Is there a mitzvah to swear in God's name? So Rashi explains like this, If you have all these measures that we said before, that you fear him and you serve him, then you can swear, use his name for a shavuah. Because since you have fear for his name, then you'll be careful with what you swear but in love don't swear so basically is the the saying that you're allowed to swear versus uh, you could swear uh, that you should swear don't follow don't go after the other gods which explained before different interpretation from the God of the nations that are surrounding Europe. so it seems like they shouldn't follow those uh, who are uh, around you, but what about those who are far away from them, they should follow, they could follow them who the same thing is true for those that are distance. But because since the people in your surroundings, is your area that people are lost after them, they follow them, so that's why he needs to more warn for them, because this is a likelihood that it might impact you because you're in their neighborhood. Kel kana Hashem lekecha bikerbecha a zealous God is your God amongst you. Ben yechra af Hashem lekecha God's anger will uh flare on you and you vishmitcha malpnei adama and He will obliterate you from the face of the earth. Pesik to Zayin le tenasu as Hashem Uh Don't test God's. Your God, Kasher, Nisisem Bamaso. As you have tested Him in the time of test, what is Bamaso? She Nisu That that is referring to the time when they exited, left Egypt. So the testing that they tested Him was uh, by the water. There is talking about when they came; they didn't have any water to drink. So um, over there, Moshe uh, Rabbeinu, uh, they they were fighting against Moshe Rabbeinu, the and Moshe. And this says over there in the post, in It says, Hashem So they were testing uh, Hashem and saying, "Is there God amongst us or not?" If, if there's no water, there's nothing to drink. So he says, "Not to test Hashem, your God." As you have done over there bimaso. Zion. Guard you should guard the mitzvahs of God your God and his testimonies and his statutes that he has commanded you. Yoshur bein Hashem. You shall do what's straight and what's good in the eyes of Hashem. We'll see what Rashi explains what does it mean, straight and good. So that it shall be good for you. And you will come and you will inherit this good land that Hashem has sworn to your father. What does it mean to do what's straight and good? That talks about a compromise. Going beyond the measure of the law. So that you compromise, you go beyond the law and you give in. That's called Kashidiber Hashem to push off uh, all the enemies from before you, as Hashem has spoken. That's what will happen when you do justice and you do moshuros adin. Where did Hashem say this? Kashidiber Hashem that He'll do that for you. Veichin diber zoktanashi kashidiber, as Hashem has spoken. Veichin diber. Where did God speak? So this is the pasuk in Shmoys perichav Gimel chav Zayin. Hashem says, kish when your son asks you tomorrow, saying, the Rashi is going to explain, it doesn't mean here literally tomorrow, it means in the future. What is the testimonies, the statutes and the laws that God our God has commanded you? This is the Shail of the Ben-Kochem that we have in the Hagodah. It says, when your son asks you tomorrow, doesn't mean literally tomorrow, it means after a while. You'll say to your son, We were servants to Pharaoh in Egypt. God has taken us out of Egypt with a strong hand. Oysu meivsim gedolim veroyim bimitzrayim. Hashem has put signs and wonders, great signs and wonders. Oysu meivsim gedolim veroyim bad ones bimitzrayim in the Egypt bimfaray in Pharaoh v'chol and all of his household lay nei before our eyes. Pasuk of Gimul v'Yisnu hutsimishom and us he took out of there l'man hovei Yisnu to bring so that he bring us lassus lana to give us as a aretz. The land that He has sworn to our fathers. God instructed us to do all these statues. to fear God our God. So it will be good for us all days, so that we will be alive as we are today. And this will be a righteousness for us ki nishmer lasis, that we will guard to do as kola mitzvah azois, all this mitzvah before God our God kasher tzivon, as we were instructed now of course we learn this parsha in the very posheta sense in the Chumash with the Rashi but of course in the Hasidus this verse in the whole Shema Yisrael that we learned in the beginning and the Inyon of Echod and how HaVto and the, all these inyonim of the Davening and the preparation for the Daven, the the Zimra the Krishna, Bichas Krishna, and then the Amida it is all elaborated and explained in a way that we can use it in a day to day basis in our service and becoming close to HaKadosh Baruch